Hey everybody, uh, welcome to More Than a Playlist, episode two. My name is Jake, I'm here with my co-host Caroline. Caroline, Carol, you know, call me whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this episode is entitled Yin Yang, um, so we'll tell you a little bit about why we called it that here in a second, but first I want to introduce our guest host today. Darren, how are you today? I'm doing good. Howdy, guys. I am on Hollywood Boulevard in the middle of an alleyway because we got the best uh, signal here. So we're keeping it real in L.A. Yes. And Jake and I are actually in Birmingham, Alabama. So um, we had to come up with a way to record this podcast uh, virtually um, to incorporate our very special guest. Um, So this this playlist that we have created is actually a playlist of opposites. Um, and I'm going to let Jake take it away with the official explanation of the podcast. Right. So as as we mentioned, this is a playlist of opposites. And so each song is going to be paired with an opposite of that song. Hence, yin yang, or yin yang, as we like to call it. <laughs> so, so the... Um, so the way that works is you're going to see, you've got to listen to this playlist. If you're listening to the playlist along, you have to listen to that um, in or in order. So don't don't put that push that shuffle button. We want to make sure it's in order because it will make sense as you go through it. Um, and uh, I'm going to have Carol talk about the first song. All right. So, of course, we had to start this playlist off with a song by the Yin Yang Twins. Of course. And Absolutely. I, the only, the, the first song that I think, I'm not the only, I love the Yin Yang Twins. I have them on vinyl. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have it on vinyl. <laughs> but, so the first song that you think of when you think of the Yin Yang Twins is the Whisper song. Hey, little mama, I was in here. <laughs> yes. My wonderful co-hosts know how to do it. Are the Yin Yang Twins, actually, you know. <laughs> we are the yin yang twins actually um and the wit wait also called the whisper song probably my favorite strip club anthem oh yes um That's right. it's legendary um mm-hmm. released in like 2004 2003 2004 yeah. um so if you're like an older millennial you definitely oh. rocked out to this yeah club. middle school anthem baby <laughs> right <laughs> they, they played a version of this song in middle school dances uh, but like super edited because it is a very nasty song so, yeah i remember warning, dancing to this song at the dance another warning to those who are actually going to listen to the playlist it is explicit we will be making some playlists that do not that aren't explicit um but with this one it unfortunately is explicit but you know what awesome or fortunately it is Okay. I mean, here's the thing about edited songs like the Whisper song right. is that even if they're still bangers in middle school dances, they're better explicit in my opinion. Absolutely. So, yeah, like Glow, which is also on this list, but I mean, I, I don't want to give it away, but um, but Get Low is one of the other songs that we danced to at the uh, middle school. And mm-hmm. The words that was a good used one. to replace the, the lyrics are just really funny. Yeah, <laughs> dripping down the walls. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. The real, the real version's best. Okay, so all these females crawl. Is that what they say in the yeah. version? Yeah. So 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 I don't know if people can hear the um the sirens going by, but you know what? We're in the heart of the city. So. That's not. Yeah, that's not Darren getting arrested for no. For it's not recording me. a podcast while driving. <laughs> Actually, I'm safely parked, y'all. Remix <laughs> for the Whisper Song DJ set that I'm gonna do. 
<laughs> yeah yeah okay so the first song though is the whisper song so we of course had to have an opposite with it and the first song that i thought of was let's get loud by j-lo and so that is how Ooh. i came to the first conclusion of adding darren yeah darren who is j-lo's newest fan that's i was like yeah i cannot make a playlist and not have darren in on the episode he would be oh <laughs> yeah well i want to hear what you two um because they're so different they're they're very contrasting um and it's so subjective, like music is subjective. So what was like your guys's takes on like the whisper song and then let's get loud. Obviously it's like whisper and then being loud, but any well, like expounding? Well, the first, uh, the first thing I, I like to think about when I'm thinking about these two songs is how different they are. So like the whisper song truly lives up to its name, right? Like they literally whisper the entire song. The track is like, very muted there's not a whole lot of like loud bass um yeah. they're like probably only like three or four instruments on the track you know they got a little punchy little bass line a golf clap a cymbal but it's really like a very restrained song regard like for a for a strip club anthem usually like i think of like you know little john songs heavy bass um but but that song is a little different than that um and and that's very a, a big contrast to the miami latin sound um from the um you know, kind of like the Dexter, like the original Dexter sound of like the Latin Miami vibe um, that yeah. Get Loud has. Um, and I also I pointed out and I'd like to point out that, um, you know, JLo's song was pre 9-11. And then mm -hmm. when you compare that to the Whisper song, you can obviously see that there's a connection to the Whisper song being an encroachment of our privacy from the <laughs> from the from the Patriot Act, you know, and the global yeah. war on terror, right? So obviously yeah. there's two different things. So after 9-11, you know, you had to whisper the shady things yeah. you were doing. But like in 1999, when Let's Get Loud was released, like you could just yell You're about all, yeah. all the shenanigans. You could say what you <laughs> wanted to. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. But I guess it's so true. Like 9-11 did change music and I've really never given it thought. But now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, pre-2001, music which like that's a sweet spot for me like that's like childhood kind of like music like late 90s early 2000s um it did change and i've never really thought of it that way so that is a really interesting take for sure it is it is so as jlo's biggest fan darren yes. where does this rank on your list of like favorites? oh ooh, let's get loud okay so i would have to say it's definitely in my top five and i think let's get loud is better than waiting for tonight in in my opinion mm -hmm. it's probably my favorite of her original album like so her og songs um it's probably my favorite from her first two records um it's just such a good song it's got like such a good like world worldly beat mm -hmm. a good a good you know you just want to dance to it and it's timeless too i think a lot of that miami latin sound is so um it hasn't changed and it's just su it's such um it just makes you feel good and i think like it's something that you don't really have to change so you still see that i feel like the song is aged really well and i also think you see a lot of like latin influences in music today and it's just um it's not something that really has had to change with time like a lot of music does. 
I think it has kind of withstood the test of time. So it's such a great song. I think that's a really good point. And I think that if you look at this song, like, um, and compare it to like, even like Gloria Estefan songs from like the eighties, there's not, they're not that different, right? Like the pop Latin influence is like still there and it's like so consistent and like timeless that there is something about it that like it, it does age really well. Like when I went back, haven't listened to this song in years and Mm -hmm. Caroline put it on the playlist and I listened to it and I was like, Oh my gosh, like it just, it, it slaps still. It's so good. It's so good. You could just, if you want to go out dancing in, and you just want to move and you want to hear something really rhythmic. It's like all the Latin, Latin music, Latin inspired music is just so good. So they, that's a genre that I think is just perfect. It just doesn't age. It's great. And like you were saying, Gloria Estefan, you can listen to eighties, seventies, uh, yeah. Latin music. And it just, it's, it's all so good. You know, it's so good. Right on. So moving on, on the playlist, um, the next one is hush by deep purple. Um, so do you want to talk about that a little bit? All right. So, yes. So the next duo is Hush and what is the other? Scream. And Scream by Michael Jackson and Janet. Oh, okay. So both of these songs are probably two of my absolute favorite songs of like ever. Um, Hush by Deep Purple. I love everything, everything about it. Um, it is just one of those songs that like, I hear it like when people do covers of that song, it's just as good as the original. Um, I, it just brings back so many good memories. Um, and then also Scream by Michael Jackson and Janet. That is my absolute favorite Jan- or Janet song and Michael mm. song. <laughs> and that For music real. video is iconic. Uh, the like, video is is incredible. Like it's so cinematic, and it's like it may. I don't know. I don't remember the year that that was released, but I I just remember that was definitely the heyday of like MTV and videos being like big budget things, right? Like that's not not really a thing anymore. But this is when they were spending a, a million bucks or a couple million bucks to do an awesome video, and this one yeah. like just definitely yeah. lives up to it. Do you know the fact about that music video? What is it, no. Darren? It was it was the most expensive music video in history, and it still is to this day. That m- music video cost, I believe, eight million dollars, and I man. think it is. Yeah, it's a Guinness World Record. It is the most expensive music video made, and it's worth every penny. Mm-hmm. It is worth it's every beautiful. Penny. Yeah, it's uh, it's a stunning and cinematic experience. I didn't even know it was the most expensive one, and I said that. So that's how awesome it is. So good. I think that probably my favorite part of it is the dance break just like when they just and then like the camera angles uh, mm-hmm. and then if you kind of think about it like bye 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 by instinct they kind of try to do that a little yeah. bit like it literally has inspired it inspired in the so, entire 90s yeah and- that box moving box but you're dancing in it like so, tony braxton right. did it i would also be remiss if i did not mention when Michael died in 2009, um, Janet Jackson did a tribute at the 2009 VMAs and she mm-hmm. danced to Scream. And I believe that she, um, it had been several years since she filmed that video with him. And I think they were a little estranged before he passed away, but she had to relearn. She basically had three days to relearn the choreography and she danced with him in the background, but they oh, cut yes. her out of the video oh gosh, yes. and she dances with him. And it's the most like beautiful, sad thing. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned like she couldn't look back at the screen and like see him. But the way that they, they cut the video was they kind of like wiped her from it so that when you're filming it, 
it looked like she was dancing next to him, but it was really beautiful. And I totally suggest like on a note, on an aside, go watch that on YouTube because it's such an epic mm-hmm. um, tribute to Michael. And it's just such a beautiful performance. And it's just so cool. It was so cool. Why am I cl- crying in the club right now? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, it's emotional. Like, I'm, <laughs> my emotions are, are hidden. Yeah, you see Beyonce's crying, J-Lo's crying in the audience, like everyone, because it was literally, he died, like, I think five days before the VMAs, and it was one of those situations where, like, how do we honor the king of pop, and Janet just came through, and she, like, relearned it, and uh, it was so great. It was just so great. Mm. Yeah. She's a legend. Legend. <clears throat> Absolute legend. So the next couple songs, if y'all are ready to move on, are Get Low by Lil Jon and On My Level by featuring Too Short and Wiz Khalifa. (laughs) Okay, so those those are probably two of my favorite, like, just banger hits. Like, I'm not bass, like the bass on both of those songs is insane, especially on um, On My Level. Um, that's one of my absolute favorite songs. And I always use that song whenever I get new headphones to test them out and make sure that it's configured correctly. Ugh, I just use that word, configured. Configured. Big <laughs> um, words. <laughs> and it's like the best, it's just the best song to listen to, like when you're just like driving down the road and just you wreck habit. And well, and I also, you know, you, it, it's featuring Too Short, legendary Bay Area rapper, mm-hmm. and also one of the nastiest rappers oh. of all time. And, it's a nasty, and then nasty. pairing that with Ying Yang Twins, who are also some of the nastiest rappers of all time. So I really like that that you know that these these songs are so opposite uh, subject matter, but mm-hmm. the like the tone and the vibe that they bring is very similar. Very similar, and it's yeah. they're like what like fit ten years apart. I think more. yeah, yeah. Um, Get Low was released in the early 2000s, and uh, On My Level was released um, back in, I think, 2000. It actually just 10 years ago, so 2011. Oh, 11, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's wild. The only the only thing that I have to contribute on this is um, in 2017, I did a Tiny Homes HGTV commercial, and Little John was in it, and he <laughs> okay. made me a hamburger. <laughs> on his grill it was That's really funny crazy. and i'll dig up, i'll dig up the commercial and send it yes. to you guys but it is so funny but he's we'll he's, post that in the show John, notes when oh, we, we get show notes we John have is... to. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah he did it all he did it all he taught oh, us everything yep. and he made me a burger and it was a delicious burger i saw um like during the pan the beginning of the pandemic um they would a lot of people would get on their instagram lives and i caught um Lil John DJing with I think who was it? Oh my god, I can't remember who it was. But he was like live DJing and playing all of his like best hits. Oh with T Pain. Um, oh yeah. Oh, T Pain. It was so interesting because like they were both uh they were like going back and forth with their songs. So it was like a versus, but like on Instagram Live. Um or or IG something like that. Um it, it was so funny. And uh, Lil John was literally in his like basement, and he was like right in front of his bar, and his bar lights up, and he was just chugging like <laughs> tons of drinks and just 
like shot 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 it was oh my god everybody it was so great i was so entertained for like it it went on for like two hours too i was like and speaking of and speaking of t-pain they like we as a society kind of did him dirty because he got rocked for being an innovator with the auto-tune and then all of a sudden kanye does it and okay it's it's art now like i really disagree with that like Mm -hmm. he really brought the heat and was making great poppy rap hooks with mm-hmm. auto-tune before anyone else was and it was adopted but he was kind of disparaged for that and that's shady yeah. that yeah. is that is t-pain deserves i wish him so much success and i i've i have heard through the grapevine that he is mounting a comeback so because Ooh. i know people that know people that know him but I, he's he's just such a good producer um what a lot of people don't know about t-pain is also that he is like very financially smart so he invested a lot of his money early on Mm -hmm. and he i i forget what soda brand but he's like he invested in some sort of drink company that went huge so that man is so good he's fine yep but and he can actually sing (laughs) and he can actually sing like really he can actually sing and he just actually heard that he's a pretty good dude Yeah, yeah i I've heard he's a good dude too. Solid guy. Is it is it Tiny Desk? Is that what what's the is it the Tiny Desk? Yeah, Tiny Desk. Yeah, he did the mm-hmm. Tiny Desk. Um and he sang a cappello. His his like there's like a few songs that he sang. I can't remember what which ones they were, but he sounded really good and everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Cuz you're not used to it. He's so awesome. I love T. I yeah. wish I wish him a great comeback cuz he deserves Same. it. And we did we did do him dirty. So we yes. need to make it right. <laughs> All right, so the next song, uh, next pair of songs we've got are uh, Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Fun- Funky Bunch. Yes. And Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Okay, so sue me, but I I love Ed Sheeran. I love him. And Ed his Sheeran new is stuff great... is really good. <laughs> and so um, Bad Habits is such a catchy song. And I absolutely love the song Good Vibrations by mm-hmm. Marky Mark. Um one of my favorite parts, I think we talked about this on the first podcast, but one of my favorite parts um, of that song is when, because um, it's a pretty cringy song. It's definitely a, a heebie-jeebie song. <laughs> yep. Um, so the, my favorite part is when Donnie D, Donnie D on the backup, Donnie drug D. free, so put the crack up. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Donnie D, like, as for people who don't know, Marky Mark, like Mark Wahlberg. Um, uh-huh. And then Donnie Wahlberg is his brother, and Donnie Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block. Um, yeah. And he, so he was famous way before Marky Mark had his Funky Bunch. Um, mm-hmm. And Marky Mark decided he wanted to be a solo singer and created this amazing album. And this music video is insanely amazing. <laughs> where he's, because he, this is when, during the time when he was in Calvin Klein and he was doing like his Calvin Klein mm-hmm. modeling. So he is wearing the Calvin Klein model outfit in it, and he's like flexing on it. It's fantastic. He's awesome. And I love Mark Wahlberg. Anytime I think about good vibrations, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, I think about TRL and Eminem going on TRL. And he kept on call- Mark Wahlberg was there, and it was way after he was Mark Marky Mark. Yeah. And Eminem just kept on calling him Marky Mark, I mean, and he's like, "Where's Where's the Funky Bunch? Where's the Funky Bunch?" And they like nearly got into a fight. Uh- <laughs> Eminem used to like to get in fights with everyone. Yeah, he was antagonizing. I'm sure, <laughs> dude. I love. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is my mother is the biggest Mark Wahlberg fan. <laughs> like, I think like poster in her room loves him, oh and I think God. she still loves him to this day. Um, 
the only story I have about that is I did True Bloods or Blue Bloods in New York, and I met Donnie Wahlberg again a few years ago. And he actually like FaceTime my mom Patty, and then um, <laughs> she like pretended to be surprised. And then after she sent me a text and was like, "I wish it was Mark." So oh, <laughs> I wish it was. He like he like straight up called my mom and said hello to her, and she was like surprised, and she was just like so grateful. But then after she was Patty's like, a savage though. Patty's a savage. She wants Mark, and I mm-hmm. I also want Mark to be my stepdad. So I'm all for that. So yeah. that's cool with me. <laughs> I went to I went to the original Wahlburgers when I. I was in uh-huh. uh, Boston, and yep. um, I – burgers. Also, Jenny McCartney is married, married. to Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah and they've have been for a few years, I think, right? Yeah. Like, they're pretty happy. Yeah. They're kind yeah, of adorable. they're solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're so good. <laughs> awesome. Bad Habits, excellent song. Ed Sheeran, fantastic artist who has written some of the f- best pop songs of the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years um, yes. as well. So, like, shout out to him. We talked a lot about Marky Mark, but Ed Sheeran has made hit after hit after hit. And he's yeah, written yes. a lot of other songs for, like, other artists, artists. too, right? Like yeah. one of my favorites, which is One Direction. He wrote some really awesome One Direction love songs. Um, he's written songs for uh taylor swift um but yeah i mean he and lord i think he did some for lord um didn't he work with the weekend recently the too weekend. oh yeah they always are working yeah. together um i and, i love i love ed sheeran okay and that rolls really perfectly that pair actually works really well with the following because it's all kind of like a quad well, you if know you think when about- i was when i was creating this playlist i was thinking ahead too well, mm-hmm. so disclaimer, I went a little playlist happy. <laughs> and sometimes, most of the time it is is mutually me and Jake. But for this one, I was like so caught up in wordplay that I just went nuts. Yes. Yeah, I think it was a little asynchronous when it was being created <laughs> yeah. too. Because that like mine are heavier on the bottom and, and Caroline's are up on the top. But, up on the top, yeah. But, yeah. This, but this next pair is great. So we go from good vibrations to bad habits to clean by Taylor Swift by Taylor Swift which is to a, dirty by by Christina, um, by Christina Aguilera and Redman Extina Extina yes yes so I like that the clean and the dirty so the bad habit mm-hmm. so I was thinking when I when I created this I was like bad habit so bad habit is something that you are a habit that is not good so mm-hmm. getting clean from something is the opposite of that. And so that's how I came up with that one. And then clean, and then I was like, well, if you clean, the opposite of that is dirty. (laughs) Dirty! (laughs) I can't believe we both did that. And then the next pair, which is so fantastic, like chef's kiss, so fresh and then so clean. And then, so that song is all about I'm super awesome, like I am so fresh and so clean, clean. And then the next song after that is Cooler Than Me by Mike Posner because it's talking about how he doesn't think that he's cooler than me. (laughs) Oh, good quad, Carol. It's a good quad right there. I mean, that's I think that's like six, really, that all kind of flow together back to back. So I'm really impressed with that. Carol, genius. I know. I, I you know what I'm. Yeah, you're mine. I know. <laughs> um, but yes, so that was so clean by Taylor Swift is off of the 1989 apps. One of the the best albums that came out mm. of 
the 2010s. Um, it was produced by somebody who me and Darren absolutely love, um, Max Martin um, yes. and Shellback, who some Swedish kings, you know, mm-hmm. um, who have created some of the best pop music. And so when yeah. Taylor Swift was creating her pop record, she was like, you know what? I need to go to the best people to do the, to help me with this. And it, she went to Max Martin and made the, one of great. the best pop albums. Um, and then we have Christina Aguilera's Dirty. And Christina Aguilera's Dirty is from uh, Stripped, which came out 20 years ago this year. Wow. Ah, and fun fact, <laughs> when I was in middle school, I used to, when I rode the bus, I sat in the front because I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to listen to my music. And my music was Christina's Stripped album on my little purple Walkman. And oh, I just listened yeah. to it over and over and over and over again. And uh-huh. just I was such a moody little bitch. So uh, There's an intro on Stripped that is so good. I think it's like the first song. I don't know if it's like a song or an intro. And I can't really recall it, but it's so good. And I think it like leads into... I used to like that. That whole album was really solid. The one, cool. the song with uh, Lil' Kim is like one of my favorites. Can't, can't, hold, hold, us can't down. hold Us Down. Can't Hold Us Down. Um, yeah. So great. <laughs> just a solid Jesus. album all the way mm-hmm. through. Um, and the video. And the videos, <sighs> yep. Um, <laughs> and So Fresh and So Clean is from uh, Stankonia. Yep. Which is one of the best hip-hop albums of all time. Um that whole album, Bombs Over Baghdad. Um, it, it's incredible. Uh, Miss Jackson. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else is on. I mean, just that whole era of Outkast. Outkast. Oh, they slap. They're so good. <laughs> I mean, they've pioneered. Aquim and I is one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time, too. That, yeah. the, I mean, they could easily have two or three t- of the top 10 mm-hmm. hip hop albums for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Amen. I'm not going to argue that. They're innovators for sure. Mm-hmm. And also another fun fact about Stripped um, and me being in seventh grade, sitting on by myself on the um, on the bus and then being at the front, I got called a goody-goody two-shoe. And then also during that time is when uh, the Outkast album, uh, Love, and what's it? The, uh, man, the speaker box down below. Oh, yeah, um, the Love Below, yeah. When the song Roses came out which is Kevin Lynn. Um, and all the boys would just walk past me and sing that song to me because I thought that was so funny. <laughs> did you like that or did you not like I didn't that? like that. The boy. And then they called the me Goody Two Shoes and just, you know. <laughs> I actually, I, I pulled up or I uh, opened up my, um, my old yearbooks like this past weekend and somebody actually wrote in my yearbook, goody two shoes oh my gosh yeah Caroline. i mean i was i was sassy you still are you was <laughs> i i am was so, yeah. <laughs> so all right let's the next pair uh you are the sunshine of my life by steve stevie wonder and then darkness on the edge of town i wanted to add some songs that really aren't as popular and i absolutely love that bruce springsteen album entire album of darkness on the edge of town um and then of course in order to pair i had to have it paired with something and stevie wonder's sunshine you are the sunshine of my life it's just such a good song so that's how we came with that 
Uh, what's your favorite Bruce album? I don't have a favorite you Bruce album. A, do you, do you I like mean, him? Here's the thing about Bruce. I can appreciate <laughs> Bruce. I know what Bruce has contributed to music, but his sonically, it's not my favorite kind right. of music. See, there's he's a great songwriter though, and like there's yes. some like there, I mean some of the songs are just absolute bangers, and there's no doubt about that. So like, I, mad respect to Brucey Bruce, but not my favorite. Bruce. Well, my my favorite song is actually on the extended version of the Darkness of on the Edge of Town, and it's she he wrote a song with Patti Smith um, called Because the Night. So everyone probably knows that song from Ten Thousand Maniacs cover of it on um, MTV Unplugged. But um, it was originally on uh, Patti Smith's um, uh, album, Easter. And he, he wrote that song, and that's, like, one of my favorite songs. So love that. Um, love that song and that pairing. I mean, but, but Stevie, though, Stevie, on the other hand, is probably one of my favorite artists yes. of all time. Um, so yeah. Uh, Living in the City is probably my favorite by him, but everything is good. And Stevie is a, an innovator and a master. So, yes. He's so good. And that the You Are the Sunshine of My Life is from the album Talking Book, which is my favorite Stevie Wonder album. And it has Superstition on the beginning of it. Yeah. It starts it's it off with Superstition. <laughs> Gotta love it. He's so great. Mm, love Stevie Wonder. What's your favorite? Stevie what Wonder? a gem. Superstition. Okay. Me too. Okay. Me too. I mean, yeah. it's a banger. I mean, yeah. classic. That's his baby one more time. You know. I was rewatching uh, Scandal the other day, and I absolutely love Scandal. Um, and it has the best, it has the best music on it. Um, and there's tons and tons and tons of Stevie Wonder. Um, and I just love like there's this one part where she's walking out um, after taking off the white hat, I guess, like walking out of the White House. And um, she, the the song "Superstition" is on. It's just you know, one of those great moments in pop culture history. Um, all right, and then the next pairing is. I love this pairing. I'm so I'm so obsessed with this pairing. It's so good. Okay, Jake, you take it. Okay, so "New York State of Mind" by Nas and "California Love" by Tupac. Got to have that East Coast and that West Coast pairing. West Coast. That dichotomy, the East Coast, West Coast. And I don't know that there's two songs that are better to explain. Like if you had to explain East Coast rap versus West Coast rap of that era, is there a better two songs to do? No, you you got to listen to the Illmatic and you got to listen to um, Tupac's uh, Ambitions as a Writer. Yeah. Those are – Well, it's just – there's a – and it's, there's a cultural difference between uh, oh, uh, California and New York on the on mm-hmm. the West Coast, and you have the slowed down like lyrical geniuses. On, I mean, they both were lyrical geniuses. Okay, come on, like they're yeah, yeah, icons. I mean, but with East and West Coast, that's the difference. Like you had the funk because it was all most of it was produced by Dr. Dre, and he added mm-hmm. in old funk songs, um, and just change the game that way and it brought in a little bit of the party atmosphere i think you mm-hmm. know west coast rap has a little bit more of the party um whereas mm-hmm. knots was bringing some pretty heavy um heavy subject matter in a lot of his his music so i think that there's it's really interesting to see these two back to back it is absolutely yeah i think Nas is uh hands down one of the greatest rappers probably period mm-hmm. out there and being a new yorker californian so i was born in new york city 
and grew up in California and, you know, spent time in Alabama and then back here, you're absolutely right. I think the East Coast rap is very like gritty. It's very hard. It's real. Um, they talk about their struggles out here uh, in the West Coast. I think like a lot of the rap was influenced by by those struggles um, and still gritty. But there was more of there's a party kind of laid back chill vibe to it that is very Los Angeles that is very California laid back so there's sipping on gin back, and juice cool. that's <laughs> right that's right <laughs> yes yeah yes um I, I love you know and people ask me all the time like what if you could pick east or west which one would you pick I said I, I can't pick I want them both like the reason why they're they're both is because so there's just they're different and you can't really well, compare them and you and you also you have to throw in Dirty South too. Yes. Dirty South yeah. has been making great hip hop for Outcast. for decades, and uh, Outcast exactly. Atlanta has, yeah, Atlanta has become the you know the Nashville of hip hop, right? In many ways, um, and so if you you know, and if you think about the influence of Southern rap, is not brought into that conversation <laughs> enough. I think, mm-hmm. especially when you consider what has happened in hip hop in the last fifteen or twenty years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you had pioneers like Ludacris and. Outcast, like we've already talked Ludo. about, and three six, Ludo. and um, three six is one of my favorites. <laughs> um, yeah, even southern southern rap's my favorite for mm-hmm. sure. Usher, yeah. I mean, Usher wasn't really rap, but he like kind of branched out of that whole scene. Um, and then going to like the dirty, dirty South, like the deep South, and like the No Limit Soldier, Master P, Trailville. Yeah, mystical, <laughs> all that wildness that was happening in the early 2000s. Yeah. Yes. Trillville, some cut. What it yeah. is, Hope? What's up? <laughs> uh, who did the song, uh, Throw Some D's? Uh, that's, uh, oh my gosh, we had that on uh, our other list. Throw some D's on that. Uh, the spot of Cadillac. Soldier um, Boy. Jones. It's not, Soldier yeah. Boy didn't sing that song, but Soldier Boy is Dirty South. Um, He's so good. Yeah, Dirty South, like, is king. I think. I think rightfully so. They are considered dirty. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Atlanta. Yeah, Memphis and uh, Memphis had some big players too. Yeah. Um, Speaking of southern rappers, we could probably roll into the next one mm-hmm. if y'all are ready, which is yeah. uh, "Love Me" by Lil Wayne, Drake, and Future, and "Hate Me." So Lil Wayne is a southern rapper, obviously, and maybe the best lyricist of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, Lil Wayne is absolutely top notch. Um, love every freestyles in the studio. Mm. He doesn't write his lyrics; he goes in and he freestyles all of his verses. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Really yep. interesting. Huh. And we talked a little bit about him on the first episode because we had the Birdman, Lil Wayne. So <laughs> if you want to know more about Lil Wayne's history, go back to that episode. Um, it's very, very interesting. Um, but yes, uh, Lil Wayne is a huge influence for pretty much all rappers these days. Yeah. Um, and then he's also helped uh, create um, or helped Drake and Future um drake definitely definitely could not have been as awesome as he is without lil wayne um absolutely i mean <laughs> i'm re-watching degrassi right now and just seeing him <laughs> on Deg- like on degrassi and then knowing like what we know about him now and i even oh i even gosh. like rewatched the ep- or the music video where he brought back all of the degrassi people um and i'm upset and it's just it's so interesting just to see how 
like his character was nothing like he is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that makes him is does that make him like he's is he a good actor or is he a better actor? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I haven't never yeah. seen Degrassi, so Yeah. Well as a resident actor, if he can be different from himself that's always a good thing right you know because playing yourself is easy and there's you in every role but and i even think i think that there's an episode where he actually raps like (laughs) but like it's terrible it's very very bad oh my gosh was he bad on purpose i think so so Mm -hmm. maybe he is a good actor i don't know yeah i think he is a good actor we'll go with good actor we'll give drake the benefit of the doubt um and then the next pair um us and them um which is Pink Floyd, it's off, off one of the greatest albums of all time, Dark Side of the Moon. Um, mm. It's a much longer song. I kind of hesitated on putting it on there, but like it just pairs so well with the next song, Me and You by Kathy. <laughs> so like the two songs just literally are the total opposite, have no similarities, but like Us and Them and Me and You, that just like sounds so good when you say it together. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I like don't really have anything to add to either yeah. of those songs, but I just love the and pairing. To be honest, yeah. if you listen to both those songs, they both have like a very like astoral, like like a, a very aerial sound to them. Yeah. Because like the entire um Pink Ethereal, Floyd. Yeah. yeah. It's like cause me and you has that like weird like background. It's like yeah. like I don't yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. It has like an echo an drum instrument. or something or echo mm. in it. That mystical noise yeah. yeah and so like maybe they like maybe me and you was actually a follow-up for that song it was <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's canon now we just decided it's canon it was cassie it was canon cassie yes wherever she is today mm. it's canon now <laughs> and then the next pair we have i hate everything about you by three days grace which is like one of those early 2000s rock anthems that everyone's saying but rock right? <laughs> but rock but rock. <laughs> and then peach pits everything about you which is just such a beautiful little like treat of a song and it's so mm. wholesome um so just having like the most aggressive like kind of trying to be aggressive i guess song and then like just a really wholesome beautiful song yeah just you know it's paired so well and then also the next pair is kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to create this playlist um because i was thinking of i was actually re-listening to the album bewitched um from i think 2001 or 2002 i can't remember exactly the the time period but um the song blame it on the weatherman was on and i was like you know it'd be really funny like pairing that song with it's raining men because uh. <laughs> it's the weather girls reporting about it's raining men and then literally the song blame it on the weather man is about heartache and so it's well it's and, such an interesting dynamic and it's it's raining men was written by paul schaefer of da- um david letterman's show uh the leader what? of the david letterman show band yeah he I wrote the lyrics he that. wrote that song yep that is amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Also, I used to love Paul Schaefer. I mean, I still do, but I grew up with him. Yep. Just watching him at night, you know? Yeah, he wrote that song. Wow. I learned something new every day. Okay, and then 
Jake, you want to talk? Yeah, we got uh, the next one. We got Boys by Lizzo and Girls by the 1975. 1975 is just such pop deliciousness. Oh, the first mm. their first two albums are just absolutely perfect. Pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. perfect. <laughs> um, love it. And like that song is just so just casual and so fun. And then so is Boys by Lizzo. It's just so mm-hmm. casual and fun. What a anyway, bop. Both of them are such please. bops. And yeah. And Lizzo's vibe is just so great. So I just good. love her energy and everything she brings to the table. Like And yeah. I really, really I had the hardest time like fi- figuring out if I wanted to add Boys by Lizzo or Boys by uh Charlie X or Boys X-X. by Britney. Um Charlie but the Charlie X C X, just that song is so good too. Um if y'all have seen thinking, Promising thinking Young Woman. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, that's a good one too yeah. and aside that's a good one so too. like i could, you could i think we could probably keep on going on and on and on with like girls boys <laughs> girls boys girls boys yeah <laughs> girls and boys by prince is so good oh, yeah. um, which like is perfect for him that would be yeah, yeah. so like we could probably do a girl and boy playlist <laughs> that would be that. such a good idea yeah so maybe that's boys next you heard it here first our one of our next playlists will be boy girl playlist um Next song, Tipsy by Jaquan. The, the club mix is the one we added. And uh, Sober by Tool. I, I don't think there's two d- more different songs more different. On, this, on this list than that, those two. But, but appropriate, right? Yeah. Sober by Tool is like one of the best songs it's, of ever, yeah. in my opinion. It just, there's just something like, I just get in like this like moody, like, it's just, puts me in like the best space. space if i need to just be moody and then yeah, and tipsy just gets me hype baby yeah, so middle like, school jam again jam. everybody in the club getting tipsy get tipsy mm-hmm. teen drinking is real bad yo i got a fake id though and, <laughs> and also like i will mention this too I, I i tried to add more of those like middle school jams throughout the entire playlist because i kind of wanted to still like be full circle too so like adding tipsy mm-hmm. me and you like those are mm-hmm. songs that I feel like we heard back in the day all the time. Absolutely, and dirty Which... and just oh, yeah. club bangers. So like pairing club bangers with total opposites. Yeah. Yeah. Which which leads into uh, middle school leads into school. "Hot in Here" by Nelly, right? Mm. "Hot in Here" by Nelly, which is just so good. And then that's paired with "Cold as Ice" by Foreigner, which is your cold as ice. Willing, yeah, Ooh. willing to sacrifice, but uh, hot and her, hot and her, spelled with two R's, two R's. in case you were wondering, so which hot. is you know, uh, Nelly is one of the few um, Midwest rappers that I can think of at mm. the moment. Yeah, but I feel oh, like sure. he's now like, even though he is from St. Louis and he talks about it all the time in his first two records, but like he is, I consider him more Southern rap. I agree. Rap. Yeah, yeah. He's he's turned more southern. Well, now he's like sure. country. And there's a mid. Well, I mean, he <laughs> one of his biggest songs was called Country Grammar. So I yeah. think he played up the yeah. southern uh, roots of of him. And and St. Louis is nominally midwestern, but kind of southern as well. So I I, I agree. Also, I have a men- yeah, a mention I, right here about this that album. Nellyville is one of my absolute favorites of all time, and it has not been pressed on vinyl since it came out, and it was only promo copies. And I'm like, if they do not press it on vinyl, this is their 20th year, the, the anniversary they of it. Do it. If it does not come out on vinyl this year, I will literally just sell my entire collection. No, I really won't. But. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, we'll march, march into the record label. Pimp Juice on Nellyville is one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> I actually, and the reason why I say this too is I actually was called Pimp Juice by Trinidad James's friends because I used to hang out with his like producers. Um, and he, <laughs> Trinidad James is in our next pairing, which is All Gold Everything. And then you yeah, got yeah. the silver by the Rolling Stones, which is one of my favorite deep cuts from one of my favorite Rolling Stones albums. Um, both of those songs, I mean, have amazing beats. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the silver is just a, such a different song. And then all gold, everything like they both. It's so weird when you listen to both of the songs, like you actually can see like the color gold mm-hmm. when you hear all gold everything and then you can like see the color silver but and they're like totally about two different things too (laughs) but also kind of about the same because i think you got the silver is is definitely about spoons it's yeah i'm I'm (laughs) pretty sure it's about spoons i'll speak to that wow um (laughs) so they've been they've been singing about spoons for 50 plus years and they still, about spoons still yeah. playing wow. yeah still doing it still doing it and speaking of spoons <laughs> our next pairing is oh yeah all or nothing by o-town and then o-town loved heroin i'm just kidding no, <laughs> oh, hey, no. something oh, in the way O-Town. by nirvana oh man Ooh. and if anybody has seen the batman you know the batman that something in the way has resurfaced i think it actually went to the billboard top 100 i love that batman carried it back Mm -hmm. up uh nevermind came out in 90 91 and so i was six Mm -hmm. years old when that came out and my dad had the record and i for my entire childhood until i became an adult i thought that the cover of it I didn't know that there was a naked baby on it because my dad, when I was six, was like, hey, that's probably inappropriate. So, like, folded it so the inside. So, I just thought it was like, like, so I thought the inside was the cover. And so, like, when I saw that later, I was like, oh, like, I had no idea. So, my experience with Nevermind was with a completely different cover. That's amazing. And it's an iconic cover. So, you like, that's really interesting that, like, viscerally, you don't remember it. When you saw it in, like, the record stores, you're like, oh, that's not the album that I like. I don't I don't know I just think I just didn't make the connection and yeah. then like I thought maybe that like that was just like a promotional promo or something I don't know I just realized mm-hmm. it years later and I was like oh wow I'm, I'm pretty dumb well I'm I, you uh. know what? I'm gonna follow it up with with this um so back in the day when I used to download music illegally sorry everyone did it um mm-hmm. sorry and sorry. like you obviously didn't get the album cover art with it oh, so true. you had to like search it out I was the person that I just, I would find the prettiest album cover of that artist and I would use it for every single one of the songs. Interesting. <laughs> so like every single Metallica song I had on my iPod literally had the Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I was very type A. Like I put all my, I would like download the images off Google of the covers yeah. that I'd illegally download and like but it had to be correct for me. I think that would have made me lose my mind. Well, I got that way. Um. <laughs> at, at first, when I, I at first I thought that that's how it was supposed to be. So I was like, you know, I can just put whatever on there. And then I was like, wait, no, I got to put the correct mm-hmm. one. And that was when consistent. that was when the iPad or when I got my first iPod iPods. that you could actually see the mm-hmm. album cover art on there because I think that yeah. the 
first one you didn't get the album cover art so it didn't matter yeah mm-hmm. or I, yeah it was no, good i had an, an ipod or an ipod um what's what was the one not the nanos but the one before that mini 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 and they didn't mini. have the album art on it so when i got the the next ipod like the actual ipod then i got yeah. type a with it the video ipod was when <laughs> yeah. you could do that yeah, make right a, and they had like you could put one movie on yeah yes. one yeah yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so, so that's when i started i was chaotic neutral and had no album art because i was too lazy to download it and most of my illegally downloaded napster songs were like you know fake cuts that didn't even exist so it'd be like fred yeah. fred durst and lip biscuit and corn <laughs> and marilyn manson all in the same track <laughs> Downloaded from Shazam, and it just like was, it was literally just like just a disease for your computer. Yes. Oh my gosh. So that's how Jake learned most of his music back in the day by just listening to mashups. Yes, that's right. (laughs) It's the best way to do it, right? Yeah. the The demo culture. This has nothing to do with like, but like when I would download off of like LimeWire, just like I would want demos. Remember, just like demos Mm -hmm. would leak, like Britney demos, J Lo demos would leak. A fun fact. And all kinds of demos. Fun fact about Darren: he loves to send me demos. (laughs) I love sending her, and I like them. Well, but I don't search them. They're resurfacing. They're resurfacing our Queen Britney. They're happening to leak on the internet. We don't know who is leaking them on the internet. Mm. Some say it might be Queen Bee herself or someone that has access to her masters. But these demos that have not been heard in clear form for like 15 years are ending up on this YouTube channel. So it's very interesting. And they're like master quality. So wow. like fans are excited. Fans are hype mm-hmm. for sure. So, okay. So we have this. The next pair I think you're going to really like, too, Darren. You ready? Ooh, tell me, tell me. So my favorite song <laughs> that I think that can be on every playlist, and so I'll add it to every playlist, which is Two Princes by Spin Doctors. It's just such Ooh. a joyful song. Um, and it also can be a sad song if you listen to the lyrics. Um, and then I'm a slave for you, because, like, princes Ooh. and then slave. So, yeah. like, I thought that was yeah different. yeah very very different social structure yes there. absolutely how do you guys think i'm a slave for you would fare today i don't think a song like that i don't think oh, that a title not. like that could come out anymore but rhythmically like it was pharrell did such a good song with like that like 70s kind of like dance hall sound and it was such a departure for britney not to just get to britney but it was i loved it i loved it i'm not we'll get back to it i loved it too for, I mean, it's literally one of the best pop songs that was created in the early 2000s. I mean, like, yeah. of all time. So and her, her VMA performance of it is still, to this day, the best VMA performance. It really still. is. And so it good. probably will never be Just when you hear that. To be honest, like, I, don't, I cannot never. think of anybody that can ever top that. Because everyone literally, when they get on that VMA stage, they say, I want to have a performance. A Britney, a Britney moment. moment. A Britney so, like, moment. You can literally yeah. not top that. <laughs> yeah britney can only top herself and i believe she will yes. again but those iconic the only like britney owns the vmas and britney she can only recreate recreate a britney moment and everyone else can imitate try as they might yes for sure but slave such a good song such an interest it was a weird song i feel like when i was little and it came out it sounded so weird to me because it almost sounded like music was very melodic and it so- almost sounded like it was a song in reverse. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it kind of sounded like backwards almost. It was, 
super interesting for Brit, like what she was doing up until that point. And then that song was such like a 180 degree turnaround mm-hmm. in a completely different direction. It was just so nasty. R&B. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But way. not, but just oh, yeah. in a good way. And just like I'm, the beat and everything. Funky. Just so yeah. good. What? I, so I got to be honest. I don't think I've watched the VMA since Britney hasn't been on them, like performing. Right. Like, I don't know. They just kind of died for me when she, she stopped I mean, being on them regularly. I don't think, I can't think of a performance that has been that good, really. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a few VMAs. They're not good anymore, mm. for sure. They're, I mean, they're they're fun to go to, but they're not. The magic is gone, and and in general with award shows, for mm. sure, they're just not the same anymore with just internet culture, mm. and we don't get excited about performance. I think we just have so much access to our favorite artists now mm. with social media that like they're you just can't. There's not a big moment you're waiting for because you can just like hop on their phone, yeah. you know. So the the mystique. All right, so that was a little scary. So we had to take a little bit of a break because we thought that we lost the first recording of the of the podcast. Um, but we're going to continue on. So enough with the Britney talk. As hard as of as it is for me and Darren to do, um, we're going to move in <laughs> next. The next group, um, Into Club by Fifty Cent, and then In the Air Tonight. Um, I thought that was a very interesting pairing because it just has. Like it has one of the, I guess they kind of both have like really good like beats. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Anything with Phil Collins has excellent drums because he's a percussionist at heart, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think that it just it just goes it goes together in a weird, really weird way. Like I listened to both of them back to, uh, back and forth, and wow, it's it's just such a good dynamic there. Um, and then the next pair. Um, oh, and also. Let's say 50 Cent at the yeah. Super Bowl when he came down so off, good. Of the, off of the roof. Oh, I mean, yeah. 50 Cent is just a legend, right? right? And he just has never changed. He's always who he is uh, yes. and, and discovered by Eminem. Yes. Um, or, and, and brought to the table by Eminem. So, was it, so great. He was, I think he recorded his first two albums on Aftermath. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. so. And then he was in G, G-Unit as well. Yep. G-Unit. So good. And and one of the founding investors in vitamin water as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Big money. Big money. Yep. But, uh, and then in in the air tonight, which is, I mean, the difference in these songs is they have totally different tones, right? Like in the club is, I mean, is literally a club song and Mm -hmm. you can like just visually i'm in a club when i hear that song but in the air tonight is just like this surreal ethereal weird like strange disconcerting almost in some ways Mike like Tyson there's on a piano in the middle of madness and um the hangover <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i think about it and then i think of and then also ironically we talked about Eminem and then how Eminem mentions in the air tonight in his song, Stan. Yep. Um, so, you know, interesting enough, that's those two kind of go together in a very weird and long drawn out way. And if, if you haven't ever seen the video of the deer 
walking on a children's slide <laughs> and it sounds exactly like the beat from <laughs> so yeah it sounds like the do 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 like you just just you youtube that because it's incredible it plays that song and then a deer walks over a children's slide and makes that noise and it blew my mind <laughs> okay so at the beginning um when we first met each other we play we used to play the um the wiki wikipedia game what's yeah. what's it called it, where you like it it's seven seven degrees of wikipedia or like, oh seven degrees of separation like seven degrees of who kevin can, bacon who yeah. can get um yeah seven degrees of kevin bacon okay. it's like who can uh get to something by going through wikipedia pages um and like how quickly you can get to something by doing that um but yeah we used to play that <laughs> <laughs> kevin bacon. um okay so the next group is interesting um out of reach by gabrielle um and or gabriel i don't know you know i don't know how to say um and then let's stay together um let's stay together al green okay what is your opinion on your your quote about al green every time what is his best album Uh, his best album is al green's greatest hit it's (laughs) it's the best i mean it's an incredible album it's it goes together so well and It it, it fits together like a true album which is which is unique so yeah, I have strong opinions about compilation albums, but that is one of the ones that passes the test. Yes, and it is okay that it is on the greatest albums of all time because that's how you make a greatest al- a greatest hits album. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, and then the next group, which is oh. My, oh another one of my favorite word plays is "Cover Me Up," mm-hmm. and then "Digging Up Bones." So "Cover Me Up" by Jason Isabel, and then "Digging Up Bones." Um, I love, so Digging Up Bones is like, obviously they, so it's about a breakup and then Cover Me Up is literally about being together. Being, um, falling in love. Yeah. But then I thought of it in, in a very, like, I guess from a, another, like, what am I trying Perspective. To another perspective, but like, so you cover up after you've been digging up bones. Mm. So like after you dig it up, you cover it up Mm -hmm. or you cover cover it up up, and then you dig it up. Yeah. That's deep. So, and they're both country songs. They're both beautiful country songs. Um, They're from different decades, probably. And both are two of the best like country songs in my opinion. Mm. And then with the Randy Travis, one of my favorite lines from it, um, he uses the word exhume. Mm-hmm. it's just it's exhuming i mean i've been exhuming things so like he's going through all of his old things and he's finding things from his ex-lover and it's just such a very like beautifully written song and i came to love it because i saw um luke bryan actually sang a version of it at the cma music awards or music fest that i saw a few years ago and he actually sang it to randy travis because randy travis travis had retired um and he was sitting in front row and it was so sweet oh that's a good such a good moment one of those moments i will never forget i also saw the backstreet boys came out with uh florida georgia line during that thing so that was nice um okay so the next group is touch my body by mariah carey and then your body is a wonderland by John Mayer. Ooh, mm. still a banger. Yeah, your body is a yes. wonderland has been played billions of times on Spotify. 
Yeah, that's and, wild. And both of those songs, they are kind of the same thing, like they are talking about. But I feel like they aren't also because John Mayer's talking about how he's touching, but then Mar- Mariah's like, "I want you Pleading, to." I want you to touch my yes. body so it's like, on the floor. I think they're they're literally singing these songs to <laughs> one another. Some more, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the video for Touch My Body is so good. It's so funny. They had um, an actor from, Caroline, what show is he on? The blonde guy. He was, um, he was on a sitcom for several years. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> no, no, he's too <laughs> nerdy, 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 nerdy guy. And she, he's like a computer tech guy mm, that goes to her mm. mansion. And, oh. yep, and she's, he's fixing I her love- computer and the whole video is a daydream it's a fantasy and she's like it's all these like sexy situations yet nerdy like they're playing like ping pong and like laser tag and like legos and mariah carey's just being mariah carey and he's just like being the biggest nerd and he wasn't in dodgeball was he i think so he he was the the blonde nerdy (laughs) guy in dodgeball yeah no yeah you're right he was that was like the virgin dude yeah, and yeah. he he played in something else where he was like, "Grandma's boy is that guy?" I don't know I that. So. I've never seen. Grandma's in the boy. video, he goes, "Mariah Carey," <laughs> and he tries to do her. He has that type of voice where he like he always talks like in high pitched. Yeah, he's very. I not remember the guy's name, but it's yes, it's it's so funny and it's such a good perfect. song. It's like the anti dude that you would yeah. think that would be in that. Um, yeah. Mariah Carey's had yeah. some epic music videos. Yeah. That song, I mean, I could literally talk about Mariah. I'm wearing a Mariah Carey shirt right yeah. now. That song is <laughs> such a and and your body is a wonderland. Both of those songs are so chill in like different ways. Like, um, yes, is, like your body is a wonderland is so relaxing. And then I think touch my body makes you feel really like breezy and yeah. like you're going on a nice car. Ride. It feels like a car ride down I will, sunset. I will say this. I don't think I'd want to be in a relationship with either of those people. Though. Yeah, they both seem like I feel a like lot. it would be hard to be in a relationship with either <laughs> That's of them. That's why I think that they're talking sure. to each other. Yeah, yeah, they're talking to each other. They need yeah. to get together. What's actually, up? wasn't uh, Your Body as a Wonderland about Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt? Yeah, it was. Oh, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. And he was, like, not even famous, and he was dating her. I was, like, always impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah, and she was. Wow. She was very famous. She was yeah, all, she's uh, huge. I mean, she's all that. I mean, uh, uh can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. Yeah. And she was one of my show, uh, one of my favorite shows. Like, but I can't remember the name of it, of course, right now. Um, it's they're in San, San Francisco. Uh, they're the family. Oh yeah, uh, um, Party of Five. Party of Five. Yeah. Yes. Great show, mm-hmm. classic. And then yes, and then she was in one of the the most legendary horror franchises of that era too. I know what you did last summer. Which they need to reboot like, that. Oh, they so really no, they did. They have a they, they have did. a TV show. <gasps> no, TV no, no. Show. They need to do yeah, it with her, yeah. like the OG. Like they oh, need to yeah. they need to screamify dope. it. Yes. Yeah. So the next one, a little bit of a departure from where we're at, but I think it's great because they're both amazing rock and roll songs, but very mm-hmm. different in tone. And that is "Highway to Hell" by AC/DC, one of the best ass kicking. And wait, 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 yeah. Darren, what do you think is the other pairing to it? Wait, you can't do this. "Stairway to Heaven." Yes! yes! I got it right, I got it right, I got it right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm good. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> you didn't know there was going to be pop quizzes, yeah, did you? I didn't you? know. You put me on the spot. I'm glad I got it right. 
<laughs> we have ACDC's Highway to Hell, which was came out in 79, I think. Yeah, 79. Um, and then Stairway to Heaven, which came out in 71. 71. 71. Yeah. Um, so it um, Led Zeppelin IV turned 50 this year, this past year. Um, wow. So, yeah, Stairway to Heaven is 50 years old. Um, Shut the front door. I know. But, like, they're just such good, like, defining rock songs. Like, they literally yeah. – Stairway to Heaven is one of the best songs ever written. Um, and, like, it it gets overplayed these days, but, like, mm. it still gives me chills when I hear it. Oh, it's it's still amazing. And uh, As we and wind it, on down the road, just that, that whole, like, that whole little spiel that he has in that – the spiel. I love that Spiel. word. Love that word. Spiel. <laughs> love um, that. Highway to hell. Haven't thought of that. So the next one. Oh, it's a great song. So yeah. See, I'm a Bon Scott <laughs> era girl versus Brian Johnson. I love. I mean, I, I appreciate Back in Black and all of that, but like, I love all of the nitty gritty mm-hmm. Bon Scott songs. So like, all of the um like. I, I love how grimy they were early on. They're just so Nasty. grimy. Yeah. <laughs> nasty. 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 They were nasty, nasty. boys. Nasty. Get nasty. Uh, the next next couple songs I chose Poor Moon and Rich Girl. Poor Moon by Canned Heat, which is kind of a not a super popular song. But what I love about Canned Heat is there's not a band that I can think of that really brings the jazz flute to rock and roll like mm-hmm. Canned Heat does. Like they really bring the heat with the jazz flute in a way that um, that Van Morrison also does. But other than that, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Ste- Rich Girl- Ste- 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 Dan can get some jazz, like little jazzy some here and there. But um, but yeah, no, Canned Heat is a really great band. Um, I'm not as familiar with that song as I am with some other others, but yeah, I did love that little that little the poor moon rich girl. Mm-hmm. Love that rich girl by Holland Oates. But you know what is so funny? I read something the other day that I guess actually I think it was a meme or something that they have never called themselves Holland Oates on a like on a actual on a album. It's always Daryl Hall and John Oates, but everyone calls them Holland Oates. Oh wow! Isn't I didn't that know that. They are literally just Hall and Oates to me. No, yeah, like literally Hall and Oates. Um, but yeah, so but their name, their official names always are Daryl, Daryl Hall and John Oates, and they cons- consistently fight. They always fight. They never like never get along. Just a love hate relationship. Thank God they make beautiful music mm, together, do. though, don't they? they? Do something something about that creative antagonism really makes great. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. The Beatles, they the Beatles. were antagonistic against one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you make your I best star. It, it was all John Lennon's fault though. <laughs> um, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono. I love Yoko. Oh, Yoko. Okay. And then the next Yeah, we got Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve and then Everything Sweet by Kai Straw, which is a more recent addition um to the music scene. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve, not The Verve Pipe. It's a different band. <laughs> we talked about this in our last episode yeah. about how but, the verb, the verb pipe, which the is it the freshman? What's the song? That the verb pipe. Yes. So freshman, yeah. they they were on TikTok and they said something. They they have a video where people 
ask them to sing Bittersweet Symphony <laughs> all the time. And they're like, no, we're, we're the verb pipe. We're different bands. <laughs> so that's And cool. Led Zeppelin won a bunch of money for the Bittersweet Symphony song because they sampled without um, permission. Yes. And so uh, there was a lawsuit and Bittersweet Symphony lost that. Ironically enough, because Led Zeppelin literally has used songs that <laughs> – yeah, from other artists they've been for their entire sued for the career. same thing. It's fine, you know, nobody can take from them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Hypocrisy. But, but yeah. Also, and then, this, go ahead. this pairing. Oh, yeah, this and pairing is Mr. Great. Darren will have a story with this one. Ooh. Yeah, so the first one is Say My Name, and the next one is Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. I do. Yeah, yeah. guys. So you want to talk about that a little, yeah, Darren? Yeah, I'll talk about that. So I actually have two. Um, I so say my name. I early on in my acting career, I did a show with Latoya Luckett, who was one of the first, uh, one of the original four members of Destiny's Child. And mm. I believe it was either the video for "Say My Name" and or "Bills, Bills, Bills." Um, but the story goes that um, Beyonce and Kelly they were filming that video. It was one of the videos. Um, they uh, sent Latoya and Latavia home because they filmed their coverage first, and they said, "All right, Beyonce and Kelly are gonna film. You know, their close-ups. You two can go home." Uh, when that happened, when they were sent home, I believe Michelle Williams was a backup dancer, and they said, "Michelle, do you want to be in Destiny's Child?" And Latoya and Latavia did not find out that they were kicked out from the band until the video premiered on TRL. So, how cold is that? <laughs> it was it was it was say, it was say my name because I literally saw yeah. that video the other day and I was like wait that's Michelle that's Michelle yep so they that's I so said, cold she wasn't even in that band Matthew, Matthew Knowles, she got fired they, on TRL they were not informed that's messed yeah, up yeah I remember talking to Latoya because I worked with her for like three months and she you know not to speak for her but I, I, I bet that was very hurtful. Um, to find out you were fired. And these were like girls that have been friends since they were four. Like they would sing in the backyard together their whole lives. They were groomed to be superstars. They were like the Jackson five. Like they, mm -hmm. that's, that's like your best friend from little, little, little doing you dirty like that. <laughs> so crazy. you don't become the queen bee without, little without singing. Yeah. Me, yeah. Destiny's child Ooh, was just heard. That was, a good one. That was <laughs> Destiny's child was uh, just training wheels for, you know, her solo career. So, um, but call me by your name. Another really great song by Lil Nas X, who I had the, uh, yes, he's so good. Um, he's amazing. He's so humble. I had the pleasure of um, being in that video with him. And it was really, really great. Um, I, I'm one of the football players. I'm sorry, are we talking to someone that's famous? No. Wait, are you actually in a video for a song yeah. that's on the Check list? My IG, it is on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so cool. Like he talked to all of us. I I remember the video was a secret. Um, we, I didn't. I know I got cast to be in a video as a football player, and I didn't know who it was for I just was like the pay was good and I just showed up to this high school in like down down in like Inglewood somewhere and then when I got there I found out it was um Lil Nas X and he is just he's the most down-to-earth 
a goofiest person. He's really aloof. Like he kind of, he kind of keeps to himself. And I've, I've actually met him on a couple occasions. Um, but he's just so he's goofy. He doesn't take like anything, any of this stuff serious or to heart. He has a really good head about it. Um, and just so humble. Like he took portraits with everyone. He had photographers there. He wanted photos with everyone individually and as a group. What a sweet person. Yeah, and he talked to, like, everyone got photos with him. Like, he was just chatting with everyone. And I I really am happy that he's getting kind of the shine that he's getting because he we, – we just need genuine people in the industry. And I'm not sure if he's, like uh, – I don't want to talk – like, you know, like, I'm not sure if maybe, like, he's, like, outwardly gifted as you would – you know, other rappers are just, like, they're so good. He's great for sure. Um, but I think his personality is kind of what does it for him. I think he's like a Cardi B, like she's just so funny <laughs> that it's kind of like oh, yeah. the talent, you know, her music's good. And her- I mean, he's an amazing self promoter. Yeah, he he's a master like, marketer, which a lot of people don't know about. He's a genius at marketing himself. Oh, his, his branding is on point. Absolutely. Like, yeah, very yeah. impressed by him. Yes. So those are my stories about both of those. And thank you for letting me take, yeah. thank you for letting me take over that one. Both are so good. <laughs> so uh, moving along, we yeah. that was awesome. Thank you, Darren. Uh, it's really cool that you got to be on for especially yeah. for that. But um, next ones are "Somebody's Baby" by Jackson Brown and "Nobody's Baby" by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Um, both fantastic songs. And "Nobody's Baby" is a song. It's probably like ten years old at this point, but I I cannot stop playing that song. Please check that one out because it's a banger, and it just sounds like a. It just sounds like old 60s throwback music it's just perfectly classic um but in a wonderful way so check that one out y'all and jackson brown i mean i mean he helped write didn't he help write some of the eagles first songs and help produce the first eagles records um yeah i mean he's an absolute legend so kind of like one of the first dad rock bands Mm -hmm. like or musicians you know like kind of that that 70s dad rock Mm -hmm. smooth coming off of the revolutionary 60s just kind of some solid rock and roll, you know, pop. It's great. We love we love to see that. Um, and then with the next group is Somebody to Love and Somebody That I Used to Know. Um, somebody to Love by Queen and then Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautier. And Gautier, that is still to this day, I think, the best-selling one-hit wonder of all time or something like that. Um, yeah. And then Somebody to Love by Queen. I mean, like, absolute legendary song. Right. And I, I like the dichotomy, the opposite of those two songs. You know, Somebody to Love is, is kind of just, you know, it's almost desperate in a way. You know, it's yeah, just I, like I just need, I need somebody. I need somebody to love. There's like a desperation to it. And then there's – and then Goye is like almost nonchalant. About it. Nonchalant, exactly. It's just, oh, that's just somebody I used to know, yeah. right? Like although, the, although the, the subject matter, it's obvious that he cared deeply about this person in the song, right? But like – being dismissive of it is just so so different than than somebody that I used uh, somebody to love, you know. Yep, I mean they're both very passionate songs in their oh. own way, like different opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, so this is this is a this next pairing is interesting because "Stop" by Spice Girls and then "Do It Again" by Steely Dan. But I also informed Jake when he made this selection that there actually is a song on Spice World called "Do It." Yeah. So he literally could have had two songs and 
on my and actually on the record itself they are both on the different are different sides of the record so side yeah side. so like they're actually but i, I love do it again by Celia dan is one of my favorite rock songs oh yeah and then stop by spice girls i mean i'm a huge spice girl fan always have been always love will be. spice girls spicy mm-hmm. babies spice up your life forever spicy babies stop is so good Girl power Girl power spice up your life so <laughs> Uh, we can get in a re- Spice Girls rabbit hole, so I'll restrain myself. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll talk. We'll, we'll do a spice uh, the 25th episode. anniversary of Spice World comes up at the end of the year, and I definitely want to do some sure. sort of podcast about that. Better have me back. <laughs> of yep. course. Um, and then the next pair is Dark Fantasy by Kanye West. So that's on his absolute perfect album. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Like, there's no skips. There's no unbops. No, I mean, it's literally perfect. Um, and then I want to see the bright lights tonight by Richard and Linda Thompson. And I absolutely love that record. Great record. Great song. I um I also I chose these two because I can't think of two artists that are so different right. than these two artists than Kanye, who is just bigger than life. You know, just completely out of his mind in some ways, um, and, and, a, and a crazy promoter. But then, you know, the very humble and Richard and they're so Linda humble, Thompson. and they're so like nobody really knows about them and talks about them. The only reason why I know about that record is because I listened to it on the 500 Greatest Records of All Time, listening. Same. And so it's just, but it's such. A, I mean, it ha- like it's such an important album because it definitely like you can hear the influence that it had on other records. It's perfect it's good perfect match i'm gonna skip a couple and go go down to beautiful girls by sean kingston and ugly by bubba sparks (laughs) um i love the song ugly by bubba sparks i I never got tired of it it's probably 12 years old now and it's still just amazing Uh, Um, (laughs) such a good one i saw him on tiktok lately and i or some oh no i saw him on um on the no that wasn't that was paul wall just kidding paul wall. <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah i can't make it was such a random thing so okay never mind <laughs> um uh but i mean okay so you did skip one song that i really like so you, oh, sorry. you said too far by jelly roll and ryan nelson and then too close by alex claire too close by alex claire is like one of my absolute favorite songs it's a great song such it is song. um Okay, then the next group is oh, and the Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. That's such a fun, that's such that's a it. fun, like innocent fun, little song. Yeah. Um, I just remember that I think that was like I was like a senior in high school or something, and that came out, and it's just, it just never gets old. That one, that song never gets old. Uh, that song could have been released this year, in my opinion, and it yeah. still sounds good. Like there's, no, it's not yeah, aged. It's at like all. a fantasy, fantastical, just dreamy type of song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 a little bit of reggae influence yeah. too. That, which could be that yeah. latin rhythmic dance hall which just mm-hmm. never goes out and another and i yeah. feel like um it wasn't me that it like me. that it has like the same kind of vibe like yeah. it wasn't afro caribbean like, that song feels like it could come out this yeah. year yeah. absolutely it never gets old never it's timeless I, yeah i think latin flavored Caribbean flavored music never gets old is the is the lesson we've learned Absolutely. from this podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stay relevant, that's yeah. how you do it. I mean, uh, Rihanna's uh, 
auntie is all this very yeah. uh Caribbean. Caribbean she's an island it. gal and it, so, yeah, yeah all those island I mean Bob Marley mm, uh, I mean Bob Marley very very so very like timeless um okay and we have UB40 <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> see red red wine I like that song it's fun it's good you know whatever okay we have two more pairs left um we have waterfalls by tlc oh my god what a song don't go jason waterfalls uh and then sex on fire Mm -hmm. by kings leon and i know that darren probably has a story about tlc right well (laughs) yes i do um okay fun quick story uh when i was little i rode on a plane with t-boz i got like a flip phone photo with her and then i saw her years later when they were doing the vh1 uh tlc biopic um and i was in like the roller yep i was in a roller skating rink and it was day one of shooting and um lil mama played left eye who you know has uh, been has who died many years ago um and i just remember i got to witness the moment when she came out of the trailer and I saw Chili and T-Boz. They got emotional because it was like they were seeing their friend again. They were just like, it was so uncanny. It made them, they were crying. And um, she had these, Lisa had these really big, beautiful, just like black eyes. And Lil Mama has green eyes. So they had to put these big contacts in her. But they said like when she came out um, and in interviews, they said like, it felt like they were back in the eighties and like they were seeing their best friend. And I don't know, I'm getting emotional. It was just such a beautiful thing that I got to like witness. Um, and I love TLC. Like TLC actually was very impactful on me growing up. So like fan mail, I loved fan mail and I still do. And, uh, so good. And just fan mail, that title track is so good. Just like you, I get lonely too. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. Everything about the, those two albums are just yeah. phenomenal. And then Sex on Fire. Oh, absolutely in- life-changing album, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Sex on Fire. When that album came out, I, w- I was briefly dating an erotic dancer, <laughs> and I showed her that song, and she, like took it and she was like oh this okay, is my Jake. dancing song like this is the song i dance to and so i'm like right. that's so we're gonna talk more about that after yeah. the podcast because i'm curious <laughs> <laughs> off camera off <laughs> um and then we have one our last pairing which is actually done by our guest yeah. darren yes. yes i'll take it away yeah so when uh you invited me on the show which this has just been so fun so i just wanted to say that right off the top um, I was really having some issue. I was kind of like, do I want to just make it on the nose? Um, like in a, in the sense of a title yin yang. Um, but then it kind of actually came to me today, ironically enough. And, uh, what I decided to go with was first love by Jennifer Lopez, which is a, not, a, not a very well-known song by her. Um, it's off her ninth album, AKA, which came out in 2014. Um, but Lear it had the song so booty good. on it. Yeah, booty. booty. Yep. And then um, I also went with Love Sucks by Avril Lavigne from her newly released album, Love Sucks. And both songs couldn't be more different. Um, so I guess I'll just talk about First Love. Um, it's just it's such a it's such an interesting good song because I think she was coming out of. Um, a really long relationship with Mark Anthony 
And the song's just about I wish you were my first love because if you were my first, there would be no second, third, or fourth love. And it's about making mistakes and kind of uh, stumbling your way through relationships to kind of get to that perfect person and that person that kind of like makes you wish that they were your first love. And I think that's such an interesting, sweet feeling. And I think I think a lot of Jennifer's songs are about love and she'll talk about that she'll just be like that's kind of what inspires her and even when you look at her personal life like you know she's she falls hard in love a lot probably to her her detriment you know can't be alone kind of girl um and then you have then you have love sucks which is like this really great poppy return to form for avril lavigne i felt like this new album of hers was just such a great comeback it was it was really, um, it was just, it was really just kind of a return to form for her. And it's such a fun song. Um, and I just love how she's just like lying in the bed thinking love sucks. And when I think about it deeper, the lyrics at least, cause I was right before I came on, I was kind of like, look, kind of like listening to the song in my head and just going through the lyrics. And both songs are actually kind of, um, I don't want to say that they're sad, but I think that they are songs about being frustrated in love, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So they are similar in that way, but one is very much like, I'm breaking up with you, love sucks. And then one's like, I wish you were my first love. But both mm-hmm. have this kind of like through line about being frustrated in love and just like wanting wanting that love so bad but just like i'm singing about it in different ways so yeah i mm-hmm. thought they were awesome and i will i will mention that between the time that you gave me that song mm-hmm. love sucks avril Lavigne has got oh engaged. she did i saw that <laughs> while we've been recording this podcast wow. Odd son. yeah yeah congrats so, to avril yeah that's wild yeah, yeah. <laughs> and w- and what a cool time. I'm so glad you added Avril to the list because it wouldn't have been an mm. obvious choice for me. But it's so cool and so timely to add yeah. her because like so much of the younger artists right now are heavily influenced by her pop punk mm-hmm. from, you know, yeah. like Olivia Rodrigo and even like Machine Gun Kelly. Like there's so much of that resurgent of like the pop punk mm-hmm. pop kind of sensibility that she yeah, really, she really pioneered like, inspired and, and changed music. So. Yeah. And then she like actually got away from it for a little bit and it didn't do very well. And now she's leaning like, you know into what? it again. I yeah. That. Cause it's her. And this, this album is so good. And it reminds me of her, um, the best, the mm. best damn thing yeah. album a lot. Cause it's very like, it's more poppy than, um, her, her first album, which I absolutely yeah. love her first album. I, um, I remember when it came out, I remember everything all about that era of hers and and I remember everything about the second one the best yeah the best damn thing which I actually saw her she opened for uh Jonas Brothers um and Demi Lovato yeah. it, was it is interesting to open for them it should be the other way around them. but she's she's timeless yeah. I mean that type of music never goes out of style because I think like you can talk about your mm-hmm. that pop punk really lead leans into talking about your feelings and talking about love in a fun way that's just mm-hmm. so catchy and like mm-hmm. you feel like you're at a pep rally with like Avril Lavigne songs and um yeah I mean oh I also got mm-hmm. to like meet her two weeks ago and I got a selfie with her and she's freaking beautiful also yeah. has not aged like one day so I want whatever she's having um but 
love both of them. You have to date Chad. Yeah, that's Chad how you Kruger. stay young. That's All how right, you well, I'm calling Chad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that is our yin yang playlist. And remember, y'all, if you want to listen to the playlist, make sure you've listened to it in order. Um, and I hope that everyone enjoyed yeah. us rambling on about our music. Um, we have pretty much every social media account now. I, um, I we've created it over the past week. Um, I actually have been creating stickers. I've been creating swag. So like, hopefully we're going to be launching all that soon. Um, maybe just me and Jake and Darren yeah. might be wearing it, but you know what? It'll and maybe catch my dad, on. It's going to catch on. Yeah. My, yeah. my dad would, my wear. dad would wear it too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I just, whatever you think that we need and what you want from us, uh, reach out yeah. to us. We have, um, an email address too. all of that's linked in our bios on all our social medias. Um, and we'll include the links, to, um, on the podcast episodes and-, and listen to the playlist, follow the playlist. They're yes. available on Spotify and Apple music. Um, they are now so, they're on Apple music. Cause I just, yeah. So check, all. check out more than a playlist Yesterday. on either of those. And Darren, thank you so yeah, much for thank coming. Thank you it's guys. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. Fun. This has been so fun. Yes. And you all rock. <laughs> you rock, Karen. You oh, rock. It was great. Absolutely. What a great dynamic. I loved it. Thank you, guys. All right. All well. We we love everyone that love listens, you. and uh, stay tuned for more. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>